Welcome to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk, with Rev. Jennifer Hadley, a beloved teacher of the Course, who has helped thousands learn how to express their beliefs from moment to moment in their everyday lives. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace, through practical application. Here is your host, Rev. Jennifer Hadley. Bonjour. Bonjour. (laughs) So happy to join with you right now. So grateful. So deeply, deeply grateful. I'm back in Los Angeles, just here for a few days, leaving actually today. And uh, it's been wonderful to visit with um, prayer partners, long, long, long time friends, and new babies, and oh, just wonderful. What a lot of blessings. Got to see my grown-up nephew and have a play date and all kinds of good stuff. And I'm feeling so celebratory as we're moving towards Easter, and I feel that the resurrection energy is so strong. And so I'm very grateful that we get to join together and transcend time and space right here, right now. So let's take that breath of love and gratitude and open our hearts, open our minds to the power and the presence of love. I place my hand on my heart, so grateful and thankful to wholeheartedly call upon the higher Holy Spirit self. So grateful to surrender all sense of separation, all sense of lack and limitation, and to partner up. To look upwards in my consciousness, to look to the light, to look within, to seek the kingdom first, knowing that the kingdom is pre-installed. We are grateful and thankful to give the Holy Spirit the heavy lifting of any sense of problems, any sense of lack and limitation. We're allowing it to dissolve and resolve permanently back to the root cause so we never experience it again. This is the purpose of our joining together, to accept the atonement for ourselves, to truly remember the unity of all life is constant. God is constant. God is omnipresent, omnipotent, omniactive, and this is what we choose to see. We are consciously allowing ourselves to live with divine vision, to see with divine sight. In gratitude, we share the benefits with everyone because we're one with them. In gratitude, we let it be, and so it is. Amen. 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 Indeed. What a blessing. Yes. So, um, what I was guided to for us is to look at some of the lessons in the workbook. Because uh, one of the, the, the questions I get on a regular basis about the course and trying to understand it, release the blocks to love in our mind is that uh, the course, uh, many people, the, the way that the course is interpreted is that God has nothing to do with this world, this earth school that we're experiencing. 
Now, if we are of God and we're experiencing it, it's a projection of our mind. How is it that God could have nothing to do with it? And God is in everything I see. So this is lesson 29. God is in everything I see. If God is in everything I see, how can God not be part of this world? And if God is part of this world, why would God allow famine, destruction, murder, rape? These are the questions, right, that are so common. So we're going to look at this today, and we'll see what uh, Spirit brings forth for us. So starting with Lesson 27, above all else, I want to see. Above all else, I want to see. And it says, today's idea expresses something stronger than mere determination. Right? It gives vision priority among your desires. So in my my year-long Master Living course, I was sharing last night that we we don't get in this life. We don't get what we want. Okay. And the, oh here's where I I I find that if I'm wanting something, I'm thinking I don't have it, that it doesn't reside within me. But the kingdom is within me and when I seek the kingdom, when I access the kingdom, when I see the kingdom within myself, within my heart, the sacred altar of my heart, then everything is added unto me. Then I have the ability to recognize that where I am, where everyone is, the spiritual qualities are omnipresent. So those spiritual qualities are peace, love, joy, freedom, wisdom, clarity, harmony, wholeness, beauty, and more. So these spiritual qualities are omnipresent, omnipotent, and when we know prosperity, when we know abundance, when we know it as part of our true identity, then it's easy to demonstrate from that consciousness. And when Jesus walked the earth, that's what he did. That's how he could turn the water into wine. That's how he could help the blind man to see, was because he knew these spiritual qualities were, in a sense, live-streaming, omnipresent, omni-active all the time, and it's our recognition of them that dissolves and resolves what we think we see that's false. So we, we think we see something that should not be. We think we see something that's wrong, that's bad. We have an opinion, a judgment about the things that we see. We have complaints and criticisms about the things we think we see because we are not seeing them correctly. When we see things correctly, we don't have any complaints. We don't have any criticisms. We can see with divine sight and we can see the true purpose of everything and see that only perfection is there. This, I'm working on this every day. I am truly interested only in seeing with divine sight. And when I'm not at peace, ah, I'm seeing with the ego's eyes, or we could say the body's eyes, and not with 
divine sight. Take a sip of my spiritual espresso here. And so first, we set the aspiration, the intention, the goal to see with divine vision, to see with God's eyes. Now, there's um, a book I read a long time ago, 16, 17 years ago, called The Holographic Universe. And so a scientist in that book, Michael Talbot is his name. Was Michael Talbot a scientist? I forget now. Anyway, he um, he wrote this beautiful book. People really like it. You may like it. It's, it's scientific. It's got all kinds of uh, proof about the nature of the holographic universe. So if you've got that, that kind of scientific mind, you like to see the proof of how this world could be holographic, like A Course in Miracles tells us it is, then uh, you really might enjoy that holographic universe book. Uh, and I believe they, they talked about it in that movie, What the Bleep, from around that same time. So in the, in the book, Michael Talbot, he quotes uh, an experiment that was done by a hypnotist, okay? So a hypnotist got uh, a room full of people together, and he had a subject, one of them, and the subject uh, was a man whose daughter was also in the room, and he hypnotized the man to believe that his daughter was invisible not so he couldn't see his daughter even though she was right there in the room and then he uh, brought the man out of the hypnotism the man still believes his daughter is invisible so even though she's standing right there in front of him he can't see her and then what the hypnotist does is he takes out a pocket watch that has an inscription on it. And he holds that watch behind the daughter's back, cupping the watch in his hand so that nobody in the room can see the inscription on it. And he holds it in his hand behind the daughter's back, facing the man. So... And then he says to the man, can you see what I'm holding up in my hand? And the man says, yes, it's a pocket watch. Now remember, the man thinks his daughter is invisible. So he's literally not seeing his daughter. Who The the pocket watch is behind his daughter's back. The man holds it up behind his daughter's back. He can see through his daughter as though she's not there, because in his mind, he believes she's invisible, doesn't see her. Everybody else in the room can see her. And so then the hypnotist says, can you see, is there anything about the watch? Yes, there's an inscription. Can you read the inscription? Yes, he can read it. Nobody else can read the inscription or even see the watch because the man is holding it in his hand behind the daughter's back. But the the man who's been hypnotized to believe his daughter is invisible can see right through her and read the inscription. So 
there is a beautiful experiment that shows us that our mind is what we see with. We think we see with our eyes, but we don't. We see with our mind. Because everything in this world, this holographic universe, is in our mind. It's not out there. It just is designed to look like it's out there. Everything in this world, it's designed to look like we have a body. And that the body is real. And it looks like the pain that we feel when we stub our toe is in our toe. But it's actually in our mind. You can think of people who have had limbs removed, amputated, and they have phantom pain that seems to be in that limb. And doctors will say, well, it's to do with the nerves, etc., It's in the mind. It's all in the mind. And we don't have to really understand how it all works. I sure um, don't need to have any scientific explanations. That's not my way. My way is to just go by accepting in faith. And for me, through accepting by faith, then it's revealed in my mind. So first I have trust, and then it reveals my faith. So I trust the teaching that I see with my mind and not with my eyes. I trust, place my trust in that. I'm willing to know it to be so. I'm willing to remember that this is the truth. And that's how I access my faith in the truth, is through my willingness to have trust. That's my 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 way, my pathway. So today's idea, above all else I want to see, expresses something stronger than mere determination. It gives vision priority among your desires. You may feel hesitant about using the idea on the grounds that you are not sure you really mean it. This does not matter. The purpose of today's exercises is to bring the time when the idea will be wholly true a little nearer. So, it says there may be a great temptation to believe that some sort of sacrifice is being asked of you when you say you want to see above all else. But vision has no cost to anyone. If fear of loss still persists, add further, it can only bless. Above all else, I want to see. Vision blesses me. That's an affirmation that works for me. (laughs) So, above all else, I want to see. Vision blesses me. Above all else, I want to see. And for myself, I prefer not to use the word I want, uh, the want. So I'd say, above all else, I desire to see. Vision blesses me. Vision can only bless me. So we cultivate this desire, this willingness to see with divine sight. Right? And 
whenever we see something that seems to upset us, it's not what we think we see that upsets us. So if we see something happening in politics, as many people do now, and it seems to upset us, then we go back into our right mind and say, everything is a blessing to me. I'd like to see with God's eyes. Above all else, I want to see. Above all else, I desire to see with divine vision, with God's eyes. And this leads us to Lesson 28. Above all else, I want to see things differently. Right? So, we'd like to see the truth. We'd like to see the love embedded into everything. And so, it says in here, You may wonder why it is important to say, above all else, I want to see this table differently. In itself, it is not important at all. Yet, what is by itself? So the way we do anything is the way we do everything. The way we see the table, either with God's eyes or ego's eyes, divine vision or ego projection, The way that we see anything is the way that we see everything. So this is how A Course in Miracles supports us in coming to a full realization of the truth is that we stop separating things out. The way I see the table, the way I see the news report, the way I see my, my sweetheart's Socks on the floor, the way I see the milk spilled on the floor, the way I see the political situation, everything. I can see it with divine vision or I can see it with ego sight. So above all else... I desire, I choose, I am willing to see things as they truly are, with divine purpose. We keep saying this over and over and over again. And we don't have to fully believe it, but we keep reminding ourselves, yes, this is the goal, this is the destination. And it it makes, it's you know, Jesus is such a perfect teacher telling us, you know, it might frighten you to think above all else I desire to see with divine vision. That may frighten you because it might make you think, "Uh uh-oh, what will I have to sacrifice? What will I have to give up? And for the ego, the ego, we're going to have to give up that ego identification. We are. We're going to have to give up seeing ourselves as a body. We're going to have to give up thinking we can control and manipulate and manage everything in our life to be the way we'd like it to be. We're going to have to give that up in order to live by divine sight. But, you know what? This is how I worked with it. I can't manage and control everything to be the way I'd like it to be. I have demonstrated that. I I know that to be a fact. It is not possible for my ego to manage, control, and manipulate myself, my body, my finances, my friends, my loved ones, my sweetheart, any part of my life. 
to be the way I want it to be. I have successfully proven to myself that my ego is not capable and will not ever be capable. And through working these lessons, I have proven to myself that when I give it to the Holy Spirit to do the heavy lifting, it may not turn out the way my ego thinks it has to be, the way the ego thinks it should be, the way the ego thinks it needs to be, or the way the ego wants it to be. But something that is far more happy-making, joyous-making, beautiful and helpful will transpire. And I've proven that so many times, I don't need to doubt it anymore. And so for me, it's about fully releasing thinking I can control anything successfully when I'm aligned with the ego. When I'm aligned with the spirit, there's no need to control. I'm allowing, I'm allowing, I'm allowing. I can allow the highest and best to unfold when I let the ego grip dissolve and resolve. So this is the practice of learning to see everything with divine vision and sight it says here in lesson 28 in paragraph 6 well actually I'm going to go to paragraph 5 where it says you could in fact gain vision from just that table just the willingness to see the table as it truly is with divine sight you could In fact, gain vision, divine vision, which is everything, to be able to see with that open, expanded consciousness and know the purpose of everything, to feel the purpose of everything, to hear the purpose of everything, to recognize, to recognize the purpose of everything. We could gain vision from that table if we would if you would withdraw all your own ideas from it and look upon it with a completely open mind. It has something to show you, something beautiful and clean and of infinite value, full of happiness and hope. Hidden under all your ideas about it is its real purpose, the purpose it shares with all the universe. In using the table as a subject for applying the idea for today you are therefore really asking to see the purpose of the universe you will be making the same request of each subject that you use in the practice periods and you're making a commitment to each of them to let its purpose be revealed to you instead of placing your own judgment upon it i remember when i was in greece a few years back And I probably talked about it around that time on the radio show. I was um, staying in my friend's home and uh, I was inside uh, in the kitchen um, and the the whole kitchen living room area is open to a patio that was uh, had a stone uh, floor, beautiful stone floor. And... I was in the kitchen and I heard, I felt 
I recognized that the stones in the patio, these flagstones made of local stone, were calling to me to come and walk on them. I felt them distinctly calling to me with this sweetness to just come and walk barefoot upon them. And life is like that. I know that I've definitely had experience with all kinds of things that we could say were inanimate. What seems more inanimate at times than a stone, right? But it's not. I know uh, Regina Dawn Akers has shared in, perhaps on the radio show, definitely in Living a Course in Miracles classes, about having an experience with an apple and feeling the consciousness of the apple, feeling God in the apple, connecting mentally with God in the apple, and also having an experience with a towel rack in a hotel room, and experiencing the mind of the infinite, the pure love in the towel rack. So this this is what is being taught to us here. that everything has a lesson for us, everything has a teaching. So then we go to lesson 29, God is in everything I see. The idea for today explains why you can see all purpose in everything. So everything has divine purpose. We have divine purpose. God is in everything. Divine purpose is in everything. Let us not think that there is one thing, one moment one object, one anything in our experience that is without purpose. And it is that purpose, the divine purpose, that gives it its true meaning. So Course in Miracles talks about us being on a meaningless journey in a meaningless world. Why? Because we don't see with divine vision. And... One of the things I wrote about this past week was that um, I was feeling and also hearing about uh, people arise and feeling people feeling suicidal and committing suicide and uh, thinking about suicide, <clears throat> and sometimes. The, the energy is such that this, this is something that happens. I'm going to take another sip of my espresso here. My Americano. And, um, so I shared in an email I sent out this week that We have to be very mindful of these thoughts because I've definitely, I went through a period where I was suicidal and I've definitely cycled back many, 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 many times, though not uh, any time recently. Uh, but I have cycled through many times feeling hopeless and helpless and thinking, I just don't want to live in this world anymore. When we can see the holy purpose in everything, when we can see with God's eyes, then 
those feelings dissolve permanently. So rather than thinking we have to change something in the world, it's really to change our vantage point from which we're looking at the world. And then, you know, I... I felt helpless and hopeless to be able to change my vantage point. And this is why, to me, A Course in Miracles is such a precious teaching for us. Because it tells us over and over and over again, we don't have to make anything happen. We don't have to make it happen. That is not part of our job. Instead, we call it forth. We allow it. We have the tiniest little bit of willingness to see with divine vision and the Holy Spirit will make it so. Our job is simply to cultivate that willingness. That's it. And A Course in Miracles tells us that's all we need to do. In fact, there's nothing more for us to do and that it is hubris to think that we can do more. You see, this this is such a teaching of liberation. Our little willingness is all that's required. The Holy Spirit will take that little spark of our divinity, which is that willingness. And if we're willing to cherish that little spark of divinity that lies within everyone, we cherish it in ourselves, we cherish it in each other, and Holy Spirit will be the breath of God Blowing on that little spark and growing the flame by giving it little bits of tinder to grow that flame, little bits, little bits, and then uh, bigger pieces and bigger pieces to create literally this huge fire of light within us. And we don't have to figure out any of it, not one little bit of it. We just have to be willing see with divine vision if we don't like what we see if we don't like what we see in our body in the mirror in our home in our family in our workplace in our community in our neighborhood in our country in our world then give the holy spirit the heavy lifting god is in everything i see i am willing to see with god's eyes I'm willing to see God in me. I am willing. I am willing. That's why I made these willingness affirmations cards. If you're coming to the Easter conference, I'm going to bring some with me. And um, they're wonderful. I really love them. Uh, they're such a beautiful, beautiful tool uh, to cultivate the willingness. Yes, indeed. All right. Time for me to take a break here. Yes, indeed. And, uh, hey, right now, I have a free class on the homepage at jenniferhadley.com. It is my um, Eliminate Your Pain Patterns free class. So go and grab that if you haven't already. Right on the homepage at jenniferhadley.com. Eliminate Your Pain Patterns free class. Get the transcript. Get the audio. I'm Jennifer Hadley. And you're listening to A Course in Miracles on Unity Online Radio, where we're living the love, we're walking the talk, and I will be right back. Thank you for tuning in for A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Get ready to focus on your intent 
to be the love, be the peace through practical application as we return to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Welcome back. Welcome back. We're talking about God is in everything I see. And I started to talk and then I got shifted. I wanted to go back to um, the feelings of suicide. And and God bless you if you have been experiencing that or seeing that, talking about that with friends or loved ones. Uh, and there's a new uh, – a friend was telling me yesterday there's a new show on Netflix – uh, that's all around a, a, a teenage girl who committed suicide and the people in her life. I haven't seen anything, uh, but I, I just uh, was hearing about that. It's definitely a topic that's on people's minds. Uh, it comes in waves with energetics that we're experiencing in our human experience. And um, the... I think it was the first or the second time that I offered my Finding Freedom Spiritual Boot Camp class. And I, after it was over, I got a call from someone who had taken the class with me. And uh, they said to me, I just want to tell you, Jennifer, that this class really, it saved me because when I took the class, I'd taken so many spiritual classes, so many over the years, and I still feeling depressed and suicidal. And when I signed up for the class, I made the pact with myself that this is the last thing I'm going to do. If this class doesn't really make a difference for me, I, I'm going to take my own life. This is it. This is my last hope, my last chance. And they said to me, and when they called me, I just need you to know I'm not depressed anymore. I feel hopeful, positive about my life, and I really, truly feel like I've turned a corner. Now, and it just, it touched me so, so deeply because this was my, my prayer for myself, when I first did all the things that are in my Finding Freedom Spiritual Boot Camp class, because everything that's in there were things that were given to me by my higher Holy Spirit self, by Spirit, that I began to really apply. And that was the thing that changed my life forever. And it was actually before A Course of Miracles. And it's all, to me, in A Course of Miracles, all the things that I got to do. And that's why after I did it, I did A Course of Miracles. And when I picked up A Course of Miracles, I went, oh, I get it. Yes, this makes sense to me. This is what I started to do. And so, what I know is that really working the lessons will do this. And if you'd like my help, I don't work the lessons in Finding Freedom Spiritual Boot Camp class, which starts tomorrow, actually, Wednesday, April 5th. Um, I don't work the lessons, but I take the key principles in A Course in Miracles, and we work them uh, through practical application and we do it together 
in a group. And it, it consists of uh, eight classes, which you can download and start listening to. Uh, they're pre-recorded. And you get a weekly call with me live for three months. You can ask me questions every week live. We have a, an incredibly beautiful Facebook group uh, that's just so helpful and loving. And we're really supportive in that Facebook group. And then there's a 400-page workbook. Uh, that you can do parts of. There's prayers. There's all kinds of different pieces in it. And then there's about 50 videos. So it's a step-by-step, uh, seven weeks of um, things to do. And you, you do it all over the course of however long you want to take to do it. Uh, but you also get three months of weekly live calls with me where you can ask me any question you like. If you can't be on the live call, you can submit a question in writing and then I'll answer, answer it and you can listen to it later. And so it's a powerful combination, and uh, we have all kinds of payment plans if you want to do it on a payment plan, and um, hundreds and hundreds of people have taken this class, and they have used it to transform their life. So I can't transform anybody's life, but I can hold your hand, I can walk with you step by step, and that's what my Finding Freedom Spiritual Boot Camp class is for. And you can do it like a rigorous boot camp, or you can do it gently and do it over the course of a year, six months. It's really up to you how you would like to do it. And so what I've seen over and over again is people come into Finding Freedom and they have had chronic depression and chronic relationship challenges where they feel so depressed they literally feel suicidal and through the practical application in the boot camp and the support of the group uh, they are able to transform that and also many times people who've been on antidepressants suffered with chronic depression for even up to a decade Uh, those people have been able to Working with their doctor, go off the antidepressants during the boot camp and really begin to see the light in their mind and grow that and to begin to see, truly see with divine vision. So I've worked with so many people who have done this. I know that it works. I have no doubt. And It's not that there's something special in any one person. It goes back to this willingness that I was talking about before the break. So, Lesson 29 is telling us that, oh, and again, Finding Freedom starts April 5th, uh, which is tomorrow. And you can go to jenniferhadley.com, see the Finding Freedom right there on the homepage. Uh, Oh, you know what I'll say too, if any of you who are listening see something posted about Finding Freedom on my uh, Facebook pages and things like that, if you've taken Finding Freedom and you have something encouraging to share, will you write your comment on um, the Finding Freedom ads or um, posts there? Will you just write your your um, comments, your encouragements, your testimonials for people? 
And the Finding Freedom class also has a money-back guarantee that if you do the work and it doesn't shift your life, we give you your money back. So this is about really supporting those who are willing to do the work, right? Of course, it doesn't work if you don't work it. Of course it doesn't. <laughs> How good it? It's like if you, if you, you can't go anywhere in your car if you don't get in it and, and turn it on and put it in drive. You gotta, you gotta do those basics or you can't go anywhere. But that's the thing is, uh, the course is, Finding Freedom is really about cultivating the willingness. Just like A Course in Miracles is about cultivating that willingness because that's everything. That's the ticket to ride. So, Lesson 29, God is in everything I see. The idea for today explains why you can see all purpose in everything. It explains why nothing is separate, by itself or in itself. And it explains why nothing you see means anything. In fact, it explains every idea we have used thus far and all subsequent ones as well. Today is the, today's idea is the whole basis for vision. God is in everything I see. You'll probably find this idea very difficult to grasp at this point. You might find it silly, irreverent, senseless, funny, and even objectionable. Certainly, God is not in a table, for example, as you see it. Yet, we emphasized yesterday that a table shares the purpose of the universe. And what shares the purpose of the universe shares the purpose of its creator. So it's, we see a meaningless world because we see with the ego, not with divine vision. All we have to do is be willing to see with divine vision and it will be returned to us because it is the gift of God that has already been given. Course in Miracles tells us, ask and it is given because it already has been given. Let us treasure what has already been given. We've been given everything. We can't be given anything more. Let us value the gifts that have already been given to us. This is one of my prayers. I am willing to be grateful for all that has already been given to me. I am willing to access the gifts of God that have already been given to me. I am willing to seek the kingdom first, knowing and rejoicing that all else will be added unto me in my divine sight and vision. I will see the truth that is certainly my freedom, my liberation. So it says, try then today to begin to learn how to look on all things with love, appreciation, and open-mindedness. Can we look at all things, the things that have been bothering you, the things you think should be different? Can you look on them with love, appreciation, and open-mindedness? And if you don't feel that you're there yet, That's okay. Just be willing. I am willing to look upon this thing that bothers me with love, appreciation, and open-mindedness. And you might not be there. You know, your your spouse uh, is committing adultery. You might not be able to look at that with appreciation and open-mindedness in this moment. But your God-self can. 
your God self only knows to see it that way. So I am willing to be willing to see with love, appreciation, and open-mindedness. I am willing to be willing to see with divine sight. I am willing to be willing to allow the Holy Spirit to teach me. I am willing. I am willing to be willing. And there have been times, my friend, when I have said, I am willing to be willing to be willing to be willing to be willing. A little bit of willingness is all that is required for us to liberate. We just take that little spark and give it to the Holy Spirit to add a little bit of fuel and a little bit of fuel and a little bit of fuel. It's our willingness. Cultivating the willingness is everything. I am willing to know, to remember, to recognize that God is in everything I see. I am willing to learn how to look upon all things with love, appreciation, and open-mindedness. It says, you do not see them now. Would you know what is in them? If you don't see the love, appreciation, and open-mindedness, if you don't see with that, could you know what is true, what really is? Nothing is as it appears to you. So why get so upset about the way things are appearing if nothing is as it appears? If all I'm seeing is my projection of the past, what I think I know but don't know, my beliefs, my perceptions, my projections, why would I let it upset me when it's a complete aberration? Unless there's something I love about it. There's something I cherish about being upset. And this is the thing that I learned about myself is that my ego felt alive and in control and in power when I was upset. And when I could be upset and upset others, you know, trigger their upsets. Because they didn't have dominion over their mind, right? Because like attracts like. Then I felt in control and powerful. Despite the fact that in the world I felt out of control and without power. I had the power to upset people. I had the power to bother them. I had the power to be angry, to be hurt, to be afraid to be judgmental, to be right. That was the power that I settled for. And now what I see so clearly is that in my relationships, I would trigger everybody around me. Okay, I'm upset and bothered by what you're doing, or so I think. I'm actually bothered and upset by my perceptions of what you're doing or not doing. Not what you're actually doing or not doing. What you're doing or not doing is perfectly designed to help me remember the truth about myself. These triggers are coming up for me to choose healing instead of the past, repeating the past. But when I wasn't willing to see that and know that and give thanks for it and recognize it, then... I thought I knew what everything was for. And so I misperceived everything and I thought I was right. 
and I went around triggering all the people around me into their upsets. And what would that prove to me? There's something fundamentally wrong with me. Otherwise, I wouldn't behave this way. I wouldn't treat people this way. I wouldn't do that to them. (coughs) And they wouldn't be so angry with me. But there's something fundamentally bad, fundamentally wrong about me. And that's why I do this. That was the meaning that I made of it. And so I just kept seeing the past over and over and over and over again, repeating, repeating, repeating. It was nightmarish every day. I made the meaning every day that there was something terribly wrong with me, unfixably wrong with me, unfindably wrong with me, unhealable. Until I was willing to do this practice of seeing that there's a divine purpose in everything and all things work together for good. There are no exceptions and I'm willing to see with God's sight. I'm willing to see with divine vision. And now, in my life, in my relationships, I do not wish at all to upset anyone. I don't wish to trigger people. I don't wish to try to control or manipulate them. I am interested in supporting them in living the life they truly desire and shining their gifts and talents in the world. I'm interested in supporting them, even if it means that we might grow apart. I wish, to, I, I wish to support them in love, knowing that I am one with them. And as I support everyone in my life, shining their gifts and talents in the world, I support myself because we're one. So everything that I see in this world can help me to come to divine vision. Because if it bothers me, I'm not seeing with God's eyes and I want to know that. I do not want to delude myself anymore. So looking upon all things with love, appreciation and open-mindedness takes a great willingness. We cultivate a great willingness through being willing to have a little bit of willingness. And then we can see the holy purpose in everything. Then we can be grateful for everything. And then our mind is opening. Lesson 30. God is in everything I see because God is in my mind. The idea for today is the springboard for vision. From this idea will the world open up before you and you will look upon it and see in it what you have never seen before. Nor will what you saw before be even faintly visible to you. Uh, Reverend Michael Beckwith has this beautiful saying. He says, when you believe, when you're When you believe more in what you don't see than what you do see, then you will see what you don't see and you won't see what you do see. Same thing that the Course just said here. All right. Oh my gosh, the time goes by so quickly. So let's see. We've got the um, Easter conference 
uh, in Utah. You can still come and join us. Uh, you go to um, jenniferhadley.com on the events page. Click through there uh, to the um, Easter conference site. Uh, you can come and join us. I would love to see you there. Uh, we just did a broadcast about that with Jimmy Twyman two weeks ago, and John Mundy and I were talking about it. David Hoffmeister is going to be there. Lisa Natoli. We've got a great crowd coming. <coughs> And um, when you sign up, if you uh, sign up under my name, then uh, the Power of Love Ministry just gets a little credit for that and uh, helps pay the transportation and everything there for us and or for me. And um, what else? We have uh, Finding Freedom starting on Wednesday. We've got more and more of the transcripts from this radio show posted at livingacourseofmiracles.com. You can go and find it there under the Resources tab. And uh, if there's a transcript of the radio show you'd like to to read right away, just write to admin at jenniferhadley.com. And also, uh, we're, we're... going to put some real attention on our Course of Miracles calendar. We're looking for a volunteer who would like to help manage that uh, Course of Miracles events calendar. Uh, might be an hour or two of volunteer time per week. Um, if you would like to volunteer for that, please write to admin at jenniferhadley.com. And um, gosh, I think that's everything. Uh, there's so many resources at jenniferhadley.com and livingacourseofmiracles.com that are free. Go and check those sites out. And if you enjoy this radio show, you can make a contribution, a tithe offering. Uh, that's what supports the radio show and the transcripts, makes it all possible, all the free things, all the Living a Course of Miracles classes. And... Uh, If you write a review at iTunes or Stitcher, that also helps more people to find the radio show. Uh, those, those iTunes and Stitcher, um, promote it more by the reviews. That's the thing that does. Oh, and the Course of Miracles app. Free Course of Miracles app. Now for Android and for iTunes. Go to ACIM, uh, dot com. Let's take that breath of love and gratitude, so grateful and thankful to once again be in this divine partnership with the higher Holy Spirit self. We're choosing to see God in everything, to see with holy purpose, to see with divine sight. What I know for each of us is that we are already free. We're already as holy as holy can be. In gratitude, we choose divine vision and we share the benefits with everyone because we're one with them. In gratitude, we allow it to be. We know it's done. And so it is. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. God bless you. Have a great rest of your week.